It's time for a brand new Librarians After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. I'm Yael Teagle, and we are talking about Season 3, Episode 8, and The Eternal Question. So much to talk about. Stick around. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello and welcome, Librarians fans! It is time for the Librarians After Show. This song is giving me the giggles! If you haven't already, go to youtube.com slash TV. Hit subscribe. We're also on iTunes and SoundCloud. My co-host, Tari J. Miller, is on the guitar! Hey guys, I'm Tari J. Miller! You can find me on Twitter at Tari J. Wait, you stopped playing? I lost my, yeah, my just... guitar fell to the ground. Oh, loser. I'm your host, Yel Teagle, at Yel Teagle, Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. Tari is in the chat with you all. Um, Alexis, you know what? Tweeted her, suck it up. That's what I want yeah. you to tweet her. That's all. Just suck it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Such a good intro. We should always start with the Buffy theme song. <laughs> I think it would be very confusing. I disagree. I think it would be great. <laughs> um, we're talking season three, episode eight, and the eternal question. What is the eternal question? Uh, you know, it is to be or not to be. <laughs> that is the question. I see. The eternal question. Um, is it life? Is it what is life? Is it why are we alive? It might be what is love. Oh, all right. Dun, 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 dun. Baby, don't hurt me. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, speaking of love. <laughs> yeah, good. Baird and Flynn finally go on their vacation. I love the way he lies to her to get her on vacation. Uh-huh. And that it was just so them. Yes. Um, <laughs> though I like that she was able to see through his BS and was just like, look, I know you lured me here for some reason. And then there's the reveal of the, the, the whole setup. And then there's like him about to say what his whole secret is. Um, which we know, but she doesn't. Which puts us in a sweet, sweet predicament. <laughs> I like the head nod. Mm, yes, <laughs> predicaments. <laughs> All right. Um, but so we, we get this, like, the the ebb in the ledger, and those are her initials, and now I need to know what her freaking middle name is. Becky. Becky? Sure, yeah. Becky short for Rebecca, so it'd be Herb. Yeah. No, well, you know, you could just name your kid Becky. People don't. People do. They do not. In the same way that people name their kid Jim. And uh, what's the other one? There's Dick. another one. <laughs> yes. In the same way that people... My dad's name is Ricky. And it's not short for Richard or anything. It's just Ricky. Look it up, guys. Don't do that. Don't 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 look at my dad. I, yeah, I don't believe you at all. <laughs> what? <laughs> That sounds like a, it sounds like you just made that whole thing up. No. All right. Um, so they have their romantic whatnots, and that's nice. I definitely really would have liked to be right that they never get this vacation because it was like a thing. Like I promise we'll go on that vacation, and I said that's never gonna happen, and mm-hmm. I would have liked it had I been right. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy for them and all, but. I like it better when I'm right. I mean, but it wasn't a real vacation. It was like a prelude to, to you know, a thing. It's like when you do something wrong, and so you, like, buy your sweetie flowers, and you're like, honey, I got you these flowers. Slept with your friend. <laughs> yeah, but his it was a date. It wasn't a vacation. It was a date. He took her... 
on a hike and there was food and yeah. candles and I I worry about like the nature that they were in. What do you mean? I mean like th- that's the kind of setup that you bring um and you know whatever you bring in you have to take out and I feel like he's going to leave the trash. I feel like he's a litter bug. That's what I felt like <laughs> in this scene. Litter bug. I mean, maybe. Though, they have magic, so it could be a self-cleaning area. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Wouldn't it? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I imagine he didn't t- like lug all that out there himself. He was probably like, boom, magical TARDIS magic. Okay. <laughs> um, so that was that. Let's talk about the vampires. Because that's what we want to talk about, guys. Vampires. Or as they said on True Blood, vampire. <laughs> Similar. <laughs> yeah. Did someone have something to um, chat? You yes. gave a face. Uh, so Ivan Soto says that Flynn was going to propose because he's sacrificing himself. Uh, he says, dick move, but sweet. <laughs> um, do you think he was going to propose? For a second, I thought it might be the, the thing, especially when he, yep, when he pulled out the little what looked like a box. And mm. I was like, wow, he's going to do this. But it ended up just being like a date. Yeah, so I never thought he was going to propose, uh, especially in this episode when it was brought up his romance with Simone from the third movie, played by Stana Kaddick. Yeah, I did my research this time. Nice. Um, speaking of vampires, and so uh, I definitely did not think he was going to propose ever, because he, I'm not saying they're not a good couple, I'm saying he falls in love with his guardians and <laughs> women he's going to protect. What but he does. she's the most guardian at guardians, you know. Okay. She's like if 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 all his other guardians were uh, his high school sweethearts, she's like that one that you meet in your like thirties and you like, girl, I'm ready to settle down. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. I don't know. That, I don't you're know like, what you're saying, but I don't what? like these looks. That you don't you're like these me. looks? Come on, wink, wink, wink. <laughs> Show me that first double one. wink. Yeah. Mm, you're mm, blinking. Mm, now. Mm. You're not blinking. <laughs> Um, so I want to talk about vampires. Okay. Okay. Vampires. Vampire. Vampire. <laughs> so I um, am a big fan of vampires, especially hearing different, uh, like, iterations of them. Is that the word I'm looking for? Yes. Yeah, great. Um, so, like, when um, when Stone and Ezekiel were, like, gearing up to take on these vampires, being like, we need holy water, and we need steaks, and we need um, a silver, and we need garlic. And I was like, yes, I, I love it, because, like, some of these are not going to work because right. they're not correct to these types of vampires. Mm-hmm. Different lore. It's true. So exciting. Yeah, except they didn't even bring up the fish, the, the vampires that are actually fish. So, I mean, what's the point? Sorry, it's a Doctor, Doctor Who, Who reference. reference? Yes. Yeah, the vampires of... I can't remember the name of the episode. Yeah, it's, it's someplace in Italy. Yep, that yep. sounds right. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I, <laughs> I really like that. And uh, speaking of Doctor Who, I also liked the idea that they were gathering all this stuff together, and Cassandra and Jenkins had a very, like, who, or a very doctor um, stance, where it's like, yes, you may view these things as scary, but, like, they are living creatures and they have their own story and they have their own thing going on. Like, you should take the time to get to know them yeah. and figure out, like, what their deal is. Absolutely. Oh, Jenkins the Doctor and Cassandra the Companion. Oh, I'd watch that show. Uh, it's called The Librarians. Yes, pretty much. I'm watching it. Also, Cassandra the Doctor. And Jenkins the... Yeah! Boom! Two Doctors. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Think about me doctors, you know. Um, Going so, for progress. Yeah, so we headed to the La Vida de la Luz uh, retreat. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. What, uh, um, what's it called was, again? Nope, Remind me. Nope, I said it once. It's not happening again. <laughs> Um, so we follow our spontaneous combustion story, which I'm kind of sad wasn't spontaneous combustion. It was kind of like the show going, wouldn't this be cool? Wouldn't this be a really cool idea if we investigated this? Nah, we're just going to tell you it's not a thing. Right? Mm, Yeah. Um, real quick. Yes. Orion Knight, which I'm going to assume is how you pronounce that, says Vampires of Venice? That could be it. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Could have been the episode. Uh but I I I'm glad that I, I like I like vampire stories. Mm. Spontaneous combustion doesn't uh doesn't interest me as much especially since uh what is it called? Oh, especially since South Park did it the best that it can be done where it's like caused by holding in your your flatulence. <laughs> All right. I'll so, yeah. Anything outside of that is like meh. South Park did it. I'll allow it. <laughs> um, I will actually accept that as the reason they chose not to do it. <laughs> and move on. Um, these, I just really like the idea of these vampires stuck on this land because they can survive there. They're not hurting anybody. Um, and the idea that um, by letting these people drink a little bit of their blood to heal them, which I could have sworn... In vampire lore is how you make a vampire. Vampire. I mean, it depends. Uh, because sometimes it's it's a pathogen in their saliva. Sometimes it's making a deal with the devil. Sometimes it's if, yeah, if you feed from them and then, uh, or you they feed from them you. And then yes. they have to feed. Right. So it's real complicated. Yeah. So anyway, I thought they were going to be like, when they said like we don't do we don't turn people here, that's not what we do. We're healing people. We're a spa. We just happen to live here because we can. I really like the idea of someone going, "No, that's how you turn people. <laughs> <laughs> they drink your blood. You drink theirs. Right. That's how it works." But nobody said it. It made me so sad. I was like, "Are we just we're just gonna ignore that?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shh, yeah. Um, the vampires were so fun. Uh, and then we have the whole mystery of why we have the spontaneous combustion, the magic of the, I'm going to be real honest, as much as I love vampires and loved this story, this whole mystery of who was turning people and trying to get it so they could be daywalkers was the least interesting part of this episode. Um, sorry. Well, I guess my question would be, is, was it the least interesting because it, was because you could kind of tell that Tomas was the the culprit. I mean, like I think yeah. the idea of it is really interesting. Where it is this like really enclosed space um, that like essentially you are born and you die there. Right. That's great. Yeah. The part that I found the least interesting was that Tomas and Marco were trying to make this thing so they could go out and what's the mystery of what is the thing that makes them go out and what's the mystery of who's doing it. I I cared more about what was going on with Cass yeah. uh, and with Jenkins and with Estrella Ooh. and that whole triangle, uh-huh. which we will get to trust me. Dang right, girl. <laughs> um. So, yeah, as much as I love the vampires, um, I think the best part was Jenkins versus the vampires. Because Jenkins 
kicked some vampire booty. Oh, yeah. It was insane. In, even the fight leading up to it. Yeah. Where they're just like, they're buddy hopping <laughs> on each other's backs. So good. Yeah. And don't tie up a thief. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I was like, oh, that makes me think of leverage. Because it felt, that sequence felt very leverage. Yeah. Um, where we have a thief and uh, our good friend Christian Kane plays the guy who beats people up. Hmm. Did not know that. <laughs> really? I've never seen Leverage. Yeah, but you've never heard me talk about it constantly. Yeah, you don't usually like, oh my gosh, Christian Kane is so handsome. Oh my gosh. Uh, you see his long hair? Uh, Leverage, so good. Uh, Dean Depp, so good. Uh, um, so usually that it's not That is usually specific. what I say. Yeah. yeah, sorry. I'll try to use <laughs> all sentences. <laughs> no, it's okay. I like it. Dean Devlin, so good. <laughs> um... Uh, I also enjoyed the conversation with Cassandra dealing with her issues and deciding if she's going to be a vampire. And we will get to that in just a minute. I want to take a moment. Yes. A serious moment, guys. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls. No. I hope there are no boys and girls. It's really late. It's true. You should be asleep, sir. Children. Okay. Um, we do this show because we love this show so freaking much. True. So much. Um, that's why we ask you to do a very simple thing for us. Go to iTunes and subscribe. That way you don't miss a single episode, but also rate and review us. If you like us, see if you can give us five stars. If you don't like us, you can give us four stars. The other stars, they do, do not, not work. work. So don't bother. Trust me. We have three reviews. This show, you <laughs> kids, uh, adore. So nice. Um, so this is another great episode. Five stars from Lanavis. Uh, Ezekiel is quickly becoming my favorite librarian after Flynn. Girl, them be fighting words. Um, I knew Dosa was helping Apep somehow, even if unknowingly. I'm glad and sad that the show is focusing on Cassandra's fatal brain grape. Thank you, Lana Base. Uh, Monster Maker, five stars. Love it. I just caught up on the librarians and I found the show on YouTube and I watched all three, all the seasons, all the season three ones. And I absolutely love it. Uh, they make me think things I could never have thought of. And it makes the show that much better. Thank you, Monster Maker, Aww. and welcome. Yeah. Thanks for watching on YouTube. <laughs> I look That's where I look better, YouTube, better than I look on iTunes. I disagree. Ouch. Yep. Um, Face for radio. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's enough of that. Um, also from um, Alicat Cute. I'm sorry. Uh, love the geekery five stars. I love how much they love this show. We really do. It's true. We really love this show so You're much. You're right, girl. Um, I started watching Librarians in season two, and it's literally the only show I sit down and watch at its scheduled time. Good. <laughs> Absolutely good. Uh, this podcast brings a whole new level of appreciation to the show. Their recaps often hit on points I miss completely and prompts a rewatch. Rewatch that. Rewatch it. Yeah. Um, I love their camaraderie and their interviews have been amazing. Well done. Love listening. Thank you. Oh, that is so sweet. <laughs> People are amazing. Thank you so much. Go to iTunes, rate and review, and then we'll read your comment live on the air. That's what we did. Yep. Just okay. like what we just did. That. Although usually Tari will do it in his sexy voice. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was my that was my preview. Great. So most of the episode was focused on Cassandra, and I'm also like a lot of us said in the chat or in the comments, the reviews on iTunes. I really love 
that we're bringing up the fact that she has this fatal brain grape. Yes. That we kind of mentioned a lot in season one. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of got a hold of it in season two. And in season three, it was brought up a tiny bit. Yeah. Um, so I love that we're going, hey, we need to deal with this. Mm-hmm. And she sees a doctor and he's like, no, you need to deal with this now. I can't believe you're still alive. Yeah. Which is terrifying. <laughs> um, and prompts us to something that I somehow called. I don't remember calling it. I mean, it sounds like something I would absolutely say. But I called a Jenkins cast thing. Did you? Yes, apparently. And people tweeted me that I was right, which is weird. Yeah. So I take it to the chat. When did I say this? Because I'm sure I shipped them. I mean, especially because I'm all about that May December romance. Hell yeah. I don't even know what that means. It means but... an older man with a younger woman. Okay. May I'm December. So many things right now. <laughs> um, this is an educational podcast, guys. <laughs> I I feel like because they've had a, a number of moments, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that at, and after one of them, you were like, "Yeah, I'm gonna put these people together," and then you were like, "Kasinkins." <laughs> Jinx Sandra. I definitely never came up with a name. <laughs> uh, everyone knows, especially anyone who's ever seen our Dark Matter After Show knows, I am terrible at ship names. Oh, I'm aware. That's why the ones <laughs> my examples were so terrible. Kasenkins is a great no, ship name. It's the worst. It in fact sounds accurate. Kasenkins. No. Or just Sandra. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Those are the choices, guys. It's Kasenkins or just Sandra. Tweet them at me, please. <laughs> Gross. I'm taking uh, a poll. Uh, yes. So, I'm, I assume that you had figured it, or you had, like, called it at one of those points. Because they do have a very specific relationship, and they have uh, what most of the people in the chat would describe as a mentor-father-daughter relationship. Why do you have to pervert this? Um, <laughs> yes. But, uh, so... The tier, we have two sides. Yes. And I'll... I'll Is it the Kazakians versus the Sandra? No, none of them. <laughs> Am um, I the only one who supports this? Is what you're saying? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I mean... Yes. People uh, like it. Or people ha- have mixed feelings. Okay. Um, Super Banana... Uh, says Cassandra Jenkins' relationship is she was a sheltered child and can't distinguish friend love or protector love. So that that's one of the arguments that like she doesn't really know what she feels for him. Um, and the other side, Inklebon72, yes. uh, says she admires Jenkins for his love of helping people and protecting the library and the fact that he's immortal makes him timeless. So his age doesn't matter to her. She wanted to feel connected to that. Mm-hmm. So, like, Inklebon is down. Wants it so good. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. Um, I'm glad I'm not the only person. Thank you. <laughs> so, I mean... There's it's it's a heated battle going on in the chat right now, yeah. um, where people are like down for Cassandra and Estrella, not so much Jenkins and Cassandra, mostly because of the age difference. But at the same time, they're both super genius smarty pantses, and they both have like kind of a, a world weary stance about them. Mm. They understand mortality, so like you understand why they'd be drawn to another. Um, also, Cassandra so hot when she was asking him out. Cassandra, so hot all the time. Yes. Cassandra, agreed. wish you would ask me out. Absolutely. Man. All three of those statements agree. 
<laughs> I'm available. Um, yeah, so, uh, oh, you said something, and I really wanted to mention, oh, the, the age difference thing. Yeah. I think his point, uh, the, or her point, his, her counterpoint to his point, that um, he's thousands of years older than her, uh, her point is valid, that, like, who cares? <laughs> who cares? Yeah. it's Because it, it's not like he is thousands of years old. Like, he, he may actually be, but he is not um, a person... You know how, like, there are young people who you're like, you are 65. Yeah. But they're 20. He is not thousands of years old. He is, however old, John Larroquette is, and he looks fine. <laughs> Just um, like, I would believe 100. I'd go, yeah. May, December. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you don't want to talk about Estrella. Um, yeah. I want to talk about Estrella. Um, so, Cassandra and Australia. When she was going <laughs> to turn her into a vampire, I went, oh, now you can be with Jenkins forever. And it would be an amazing solution because, one, we get our death, right? That kills off a character. Vampire is not alive. Boom. Great twist. Uh-huh. Um, and second, she gets to be with Jenkins, right? So she's dead. She's with Jenkins. Third, she stays with the library forever. Because she doesn't have... So if she can't use their Daywalker potion, she can still go into the library. It's indoors. Mm. Mm. It was a perfect solution. <laughs> but instead, she has her surgery. Yes. Which takes away the brain grape, does not take away her powers, may in fact... Uh, I mean, I'm not reading into this. She became psychic, right? She like told that girl the answers, right? That is what you saw? It could be interpreted that way. Okay, so it's not like I just reached and went, this is a thing. Um, no, it, it definitely, like, you can see it being that she, like, incepted those numbers. Yes. Or it was her, like, essentially being able to calculate so quickly and then being confirmed on uh, right. the other person's side. So I, I do think, so what it seemed like, that whole sequence, mm. was that... Uh, this brain grape that she thought was her, um, I guess her leg up or her trump card. Was, was holding her back. Yes. Yes. It was actually like uh, a, a plug yeah. in a dam. Yeah. Which was insane. That's great. Yes. I like the idea that she may have psychic magic powers. Yeah. That like her brain grape was, was holding her back from having magic inside of her. Right. Which means, again, she can be with Jenkins! <laughs> um, well, though, I did, I mean, just to go yes. more on the Castrea uh, we'll get trade. There, yeah. I know. We'll get there now. I feel like the, uh, uh, I feel like what the, was that? uh, that was mm, sounds leaving my mouth. Great. Um, I feel like, what was I saying? Oh, um, them <laughs> setting up her not caring about an immortal, or not caring about the age of an immortal, yeah. was them kind of segueing into the Castrea relationship. Oh. Or, like, just to kind of... What do you mean, oh? I, I mean, I guess, sure. Like, her being into Jenkins and not caring that he's immortal and thousands of year old makes sense that then she'd go to a thousand-year-old vampire. Right. I see. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. Let's talk about, there seems to be questions. People are concerned about uh, labeling Cassandra. And I'd like to first say, who needs labels? Bisexual, pansexual, omnisexual, whatever sexual. That's my favorite term right now. Um, <laughs> I made that term. 
Oh. It labels someone I know. Uh, so, anywho, I really like this idea that Cassandra is pan by whatever. And we had Lindy in the booth last season for season. <laughs> Lindy booth in the studio. <laughs> I like that. What did I say? It's Lindy in the booth. I said it when Lindy. she was here, too. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> Lindy Booth was in the studio for season two, episode one, right here on AfterBuzz, and we asked her. I straight up asked her. Do you recall this? Do you remember? Her I remember. Answer? Yes. Her answer to this question, last season at least, mm-hmm. uh, was that Cassandra is experiencing all sorts of things and doesn't necessarily um, associate love with gender or any storm, uh, any labeled sexuality that she is just experiencing life. Yeah. Um, and I would say still the case. That yeah. is what I would say. I would agree. Um, I mean, she is definitely like, like you can tell with the, especially the way that she is really willing to dive into magic and things of that sort that like, she's more curious and, and into like just experiencing whatever she can. Mm-hmm. Um, and she doesn't really confine herself to, like, any specific rules in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. I think the way that she approached uh, Estrella for the kiss at the end, the, like, the commanding her own body and presence... Yeah. Uh, ...was very much a statement of, I have nothing to fear now. Yeah. You know, I am my own person and I can do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, because earlier, there were clearly feelings going on. Oh, I yeah. F- I felt it through the TV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, Kasenkin's Treya. I ship that, that triangle. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Ooh. Um, it actually was really interesting because Estrella and the vampires in other vampire lore have this, like, sexuality and this, um, this power to draw people to them. Yeah. And in this one, it seemed to be just her. <laughs> Thoughts? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, she she was pursuing Cassandra, though. Yeah. I mean, it's not like uh, Tomas was like, "Hey, uh, Ezekiel, I'd like <laughs> to make out with you," and but then like he, like he was drawn in. Like yeah. it was more that like she saw something special in Cassandra, mm. uh, and. She was very upfront, the same way that uh, Cassandra was with Jenkins. Mm. So, like, I don't even think it was a vampire thing. I think it was just like a instant attraction thing. Do you think it's interesting or odd that we've had so many versions of vampires, and a lot of them have that? Like, an example might be True Blood, which for some reason is sticking really, really hard in my mind. Um, that, like, people just happen to be attracted to vampires because they had this allure or this uh, power to just attract people at all times. Yeah. Um, do you think it's weird that this show chose to just go, nah, we're going to... You know, because I feel like when you make a vampire on a show, mm-hmm. you go, here are all the rules. Which ones are we keeping? Yeah. Do I feel like they went, nah, it's a dumb one. <laughs> what? What? Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I rambled and then I lost it. <laughs> it's just like the little <laughs> thoughts. Did, did, did you want me to jump in right there? Did you want me to, you want me to consolidate all your your thoughts into a Please. You know, poignant thing? <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, well, <clears throat> the 
the idea of a vampire originally was related to an, uh, in in part it was related to like sex, sexual liberation and things of that sort like people going from being uh essentially uh innocent then coming encounter with a vampire mm. um and then they uh, lose all innocence and lose their soul, etc. And that's what happens when they have sex for the first time. It's right. a whole parallel. So that's why there's a certain sexualism connected with vampirism. Mm. Um, and I like that they didn't include that. I like that these were just a group of people who were just trying to live. Mm. I mean, the whole idea of the sexualized vampire has a sinister tone to it because then there's like a consent issue. Mm. Um, but there's none of that when they're just people. Excellent point. Yeah. Especially when Cassandra shows up at the end and is like, kiss me, Estrella. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened, right? Yes. She went, kiss me, Estrella. Pretty much. It was beautiful. She did it with her eyes. Yeah. No, I, I just heard it. <laughs> I just heard it and I went, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. And if you take nothing away from this podcast, it's that consent is sexy. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. Ooh, the sexiest. Oh, I know. <laughs> I got distracted. What are we talking about? <laughs> Let's head into predictions. <laughs> Woo! No? No. Predictions. I won't be predicting at all. Predictions. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. On the promo for next week. Uh-huh. Um, ninjas. <laughs> and now you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Dictions, 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 dictions. On next week's promo. <laughs> ninjas. <laughs> I lost it, guys. I'm done. I'm out. Ninjas. The staff of Shangri-La. We must save our guardian. You watched the promo, right? Yes. Okay. Well, I was, I was trying to remember if they were, uh, and this is a stupid distinction, uh-huh. but if they were ninjas or they were worry, warrior monks. They said ninjas, right? Did they? I may, I may have said were ninjas. Were they like, we are ninjas? Or was it like Ezekiel being like, ninjas, mate? Yeah, I think That's it was my that. Worst. Or, or I said it in my head. <laughs> or hey, I saw them and went, ninjas. ninjas. Um, taking it to the chat. Were, were <laughs> yes. they ninjas or did I just name them ninjas? Were they, are they, will they be yeah, will ninja? They- <laughs> Coming up in five minutes. Yeah. Predictions? Um, uh, I I didn't have time to figure out what the staff of Shangri-La is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, if they are, in fact, warrior monks, we could assume that this is a way of uh, having the team... The team is looking for something that will allow them to kind of tap into the spiritual realm, which is what you do when you're meditating and things of that sort. Cool. So that they can find Apep and or even be able to just see him in people. Um, because it's something that definitely affects their spirit. Um, so I'm going to predict that that is the reason that they have, that they're looking for this particular staff. Uh, I like it. Yeah. I like this a lot. (laughs) I want that. I hope that's it. Um, do you have anything? Um, thoughts? Yeah. So they say we have to save our guardian. So I assume, uh, somehow Baird gets captured. And they have to save her. <laughs> what? Yeah, I know, guys. It's late. <laughs> I, we can't um, do this show this late anymore. Uh, uh, Brad Klinoski says ninjas. It was so said... you are correct. According to Brad Klinoski. Kalinoski. Brad Kalinoski. So Brad if, says if ninjas. It is wrong. It's Brad's fault. It's Brad's fault. Brad. I hope you're right. Um, great. And... Um, 
Any predictions from the chat? Does anyone know what the staff of Shangri-La is? What uh, is it? Does it have anything to do with the staff of knowledge? What was what was uh, Prospero's staff? Yes, it was like the staff um, of knowledge it, of good and evil and all that jazz. Was it Prospero's oh, staff? Is that what it's called? <laughs> yes, Prospero's staff. Girl, I don't remember. <laughs> You know, he had management, he had uh, servants, he had cleaning staff, he had all the staff that you could think of. Um, Oh, man. Oh, um, Lil Smile says the Monkey King reference is Chinese lore. Ooh. Um, And I believe a, a Dean Devlin property. Is it? What do you mean? I believe there is a film... Or okay. uh, or a series or a TV film, okay. Monkey King, something Dean Devlin related. Interesting. I have to. I mean, Chad, if you know, I have to look it up. But I mean, yeah, there there have been a lot of Journey to the West iterations. Mm-hmm. Day of the today's day of the week <laughs> iterations. Yeah. Yeah, wait, today's <laughs> day of the week. Sunday. Today's word of the day iterations. <laughs> There have been many iterations of the Journey to the West featuring the Monkey King, which is Chinese lore about um, like a uh, the Monkey King, uh, a capo, like a water sprite, uh, like a, a deviant guy, and then another person, like a, a demon, um, journeying westward uh, for some reason or another. I may have made this up. All right, cool. Dean Devlin, if you're listening, confirm or deny. I'm sorry. Do it in the comments below. <laughs> I may have just made stuff up. <laughs> I just love him so much. <laughs> I make stuff up. Ah, man. Yeah. Okay. I think that's good. Um, big fan of the Kasenkins and the Jasandra. Mm-hmm. Also an even bigger fan of the Castrella. Castrea. 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 Huclanote. <laughs> the Huclanote. <laughs> <laughs> That's an old one, but good one. Great. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. <laughs> we will be back next week at the same time, 10 p.m. Pacific, here on AfterBuzz TV. But until then, Tari J. Miller, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tari J. It's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. What about you, Yell? You can find me everywhere at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. I'm also, that's Twitter. Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, all of the things. Ooh. Yeah, I have a podcast. It's called Intimate Interrogations. Hopefully new episodes will be out soon, so it's on iTunes and Stitcher. Catch up with all 33 episodes. They're free. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Alexis ex- exists as well. A Taurus, A nine numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Tell her to suck it up. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back next week, <clears throat> hopefully with more sleep. Dang See you right. next time. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.